0: Live on Junkhead. We've got Beth from Atlanta, ATL. I don't even know if people actually say that anymore. I remember Ti thinking that was pretty cool in two thousand and six. Made an album. <laughs>
1: people, well, ATL is okay. We'll still say ATL, but if you say Hot we definitely know to fuck with you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I don't know why. Maybe there's something perversely wrong with me, but I do have a desire now. Just go around like Atlanta, man. Man, fucking hot land of rules, you dog.
1: to so do that. Oh my god, that would actually be fucking hilarious. I would love to just like
0: It's like that. East Point, just hanging yes. out, just like. Yes. Hey, I I know There's- about Little John. I, I I'm about that hot land of life, and they're just like, yes. what the fuck?
1: Yes, definitely. <laughs> and I just want to fucking film it, like I don't know you, and just fucking laugh because that would be hilarious. <laughs>
0: When I like spent time in LA, I would like kind of hang out around like Hollywood Boulevard and stuff. You could tell the tourist from like the regular oh, people.
1: Totally, yeah, definitely.
0: Well, and our and our favorite one was. If they're looking down at the ground at the stars, they're a Taurus. pictures
1: of all of them, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. not even, like, taking pictures. just, right, like, looking just, like at staring it. at them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because if you walk those, like, streets, you couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it was so funny. I plowed into some kid from, like, God, he had to be from, like, <laughs> Kansas or something like that. But he was looking at Kermit the Frog star I mean, I practically, like, stone-cold Steve Austin speared him <laughs> because, like, I fell into him, but, like, yeah. Like, you he,
1: really just didn't see him,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, because I was yeah. kind of – I was, like, on the phone trying to do – He like, probably three just, like, th-
1: stopped right in front of you or something, too. Yeah. Well, he
0: I remember he stopped, and then he kind of, like – knelt on the ground to get a closer look and like i mean i'll be mad real homeboy almost caught a knee to the face like he almost got real fucked up but like thank god like i just kind of last second i saw him and kind of like tripped into him because i wanted to get out of the way not like athletic enough to do that so i just like fell (laughs) fell right into him i'm bad buddy i'm sorry
1: Uh, interesting story but my I have a well maybe I probably shouldn't be talking about this I do have a family member that is um former Scientology that used to be in the compound on Hollywood Boulevard so I have been there before
0: no shit what was that like
1: oh god I was probably like 19 maybe at the time so I'm my mother's stepbrother is the one that is former member him and his wife who actually moved out here a couple of years ago. So like, it's, it's interesting because um, they were in they it. They just have like
0: a full break from it or.
1: Yes and no. It's interesting. Cause like they, when they first moved out here, they moved from Las Vegas. So like when they, I guess like retired, which I didn't even know that you could actually do. I thought it was like the mafia and like they'd never let you out. You know, basically. Um, That's
0: what I thought too. <laughs>
1: yeah, so I don't honestly, I don't even know how that happened. Like it's just, it's really weird because like that never happens. But anyway, so I guess they let them leave. So they moved to Vegas for a while and then moved out here to be like closer to family because I just didn't have anybody else out there anymore. When they first came out, they were staying at my parents' house, my mom and my stepdad, for a little while. And one night, I think they were both gone working, my uncle and his wife. And my mom said that, like, I think it was like nine o'clock or something in the evening. And where they live is about 45 minutes outside of Atlanta. So it's a little more like quiet, redneckish, you know, that kind of area. So,
0: like rural Georgia.
1: Yeah. Like everybody has a big truck, that kind of shit. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They, um, all of a sudden, they see this big ass like Ford F two fifty pull up in the driveway with a big fucking like halogen lights and shit. You know, like coming through the the front window. My mom's like, "Who the fuck is that?" You know, just like showing up out of nowhere. Whoa they come up to the door and my mom's like almost afraid to answer it. Cause she's like, who the fuck is this random person with this truck just like showing up at my house at nine o'clock at night unannounced. But anyway, so yeah. she finally goes to the door and she's just like, Hey, um, how can I help you? And they're like, Oh, we're looking for, you know, so-and-so and they were from Scientology and they were leaving like some kind of fucking paperwork or some shit for them that they just happened to drop off. And my mom's like, she didn't even know that they knew like where he was exactly. So she was like freaked out.
0: Whoa. And that was
1: like the only time that that happened, I think while they were staying there, but it was just like interesting. So um, there that is, is a, interesting. There is a church of Scientology here in Atlanta, um, downtown, but I have not been inside it.
0: Well, and, and you were saying you went to the one in uh, California.
1: Yeah, so I actually, um, I've lived in Atlanta since like 1988 or nine. We actually moved out here from Southern California because that's where my mom was born. So um, Ah, I had family out there and used to go out there all the time.
0: I feel it. Yeah. I feel it. So so I got to ask, like, what was it like, like, inside the the compound? Was it like kind of bland and like not like kind of? It's very almost like like, purposefully non like memorable. Very
1: nondescript, like an office building. Kind of when you're in like the inner sanctum part, I guess. I guess they just had like it's kind of like a work live space in their own little like compound. So like they have their own living quarters, and then they have like their own like offices, and then they have like the museum. Yeah. So I have to find it. There's like an old picture of me there. I have like one picture of me there with my grandfather my uncle in front of like one of the displays.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Panel. That's really, really cool. That <laughs> If you, if you can find a copy of that picture for sure. I'm send it sure
1: I can find it somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure I have it around the house somewhere. I know I've seen it in the last few years. <laughs>
0: i did not expect it to go there like i did uh, not you
1: know me that's either. so
0: cool you uh, were so worried about like coming on the pod and like that's actually like legitimately interesting story that's awesome
1: yeah, yeah it was it was weird um he was wearing like a uniform that i kind of compared to almost like a star trek ish sort of i don't know yeah it was kind of weird whoa. It was a little weird but I was he remember- like
0: kind of commanding people or something like that
1: no it's just like i guess they i guess like all the people like the worker bees kind of you know are just kind of like nondescript you know
0: i feel it almost like isn't isn't speaking you use that reference isn't star trek like all the like non-captains wear like red or something like that yeah it's just
1: kind of yeah yeah very
0: very bland very basic look right So, like,
1: other than the museum part, you mostly wouldn't know, like, where you were in there. You would just think it was, like, office,
0: It's a nondescript office, yeah. 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 That makes it so much creepier, though, in my opinion, because it it just, it gives the vibe off of, of, like, a soulless corporation.
1: Oh, totally. And also, if you want to talk about soulless, the other thing is, she so my uncle's wife she was divorced they were both divorced before they got together i yeah. think they met in scientology um and so she had a a son from a previous marriage and her son was not allowed to live in their living quarters with them he was separate
0: oh so they keep so, like sections of the family that's fucking yeah like they wow
1: the kids like away from the parents and stuff which is um i don't know yeah i mean who knows if there's like child mom i'm sure there's probably some child molestation and shit like that going on
0: oh 100 percent. i mean that that is something that is just unreal when you think about it just you know i'm not even a parent but the idea of like having a kid and then like my religion quote unquote is like we're gonna take that kid away from you bye yeah. say bye to billy and don't Fuck. ask
1: any questions and just fucking work every day yeah. you know like yeah just crazy <laughs> just,
0: just work every day <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically. yeah like, no for real just
1: he, well he had to get permission to like leave the compound every time he would come to like have thanksgiving dinner with us or something because they didn't celebrate that kind of shit so
0: i gotta be honest like i don't think anything like scientology could exist in any other time than like the boredoms of the suburbs and like the creation i mean even deeper than that the creation of the bored American. If you were to, like, step back and, like, remove, and it's not hard, but to remove all aspect of spirituality, quote-unquote, or, you know, the religion aspect of it, and you just, like, look at the way that it runs, it's basically a bunch of people, like, signing up to join a corporation. Well, a corporation with, like, overnight camp which sounds even scarier like mm-hmm. like because we've all like you know audience you and i we've all had to work in somewhat of a corporate environment at a certain oh, point point. Yeah. and the thought of being in a communal living space with your corporate work employees <laughs> and yeah. your sh- and like <laughs> your you boss <laughs> yeah well and your boss is asleep down the hall and he's a fucking <laughs> asshole and like people don't murder that guy Like, that's some real, like, (laughs) that's really indoctrinated. Like, and at a certain point, it's also like, you really love work, don't you? Like, you just love stacking papers and fucking filing shit. Like, look at what I did, A to Z, all of them. You're like, whoa, cool. (laughs) Because, like, like, I try to think about putting uh, things in other situations dropping a bunch of Scientologists off in, like, the Middle East, and they're just like, yeah, you're fucking stupid. We're never gonna right, pay attention yeah. to this. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hang out in a fucking office building with a bunch of assholes. Like, what are you talking <laughs> and
1: about? live there, and work there, and never leave, and, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and you I don't even promise it, 72 virgins. Yeah, You're just okay. saying that, like, my soul is trapped in a volcano. Yeah. That is, uh speaking of craziness, and that's, like, a fun little segue little jumping off point if you will so i know that you're a hairstylist i think that's the correct term right Mm -hmm. um and you specialize in curls check out beth's social media i know your personal is sugar-coated beth right yeah and then what's your
1: killer curls beth
0: yeah, killer curls, Beth. Uh, really cool work, especially like if you've got curly hair and like you can kind of really see some of the designs that she plays with. It's really neat. It's really neat. Uh, plus, uh, uh, you'd be helping me out too because I've uh, shown some love with some work over the years. So you know, the co-opting of brands, <laughs> of course.
1: And you know, um, I support your brand.
0: Well, I appreciate you. I support yours as well too. Very. Uh, I probably honestly, if I lived in Atlanta, I would. Because, like, my haircuts, that's what we're heading into, basically, is get into a little Mm -hmm. bit of haircutting talk. Uh, My haircuts, and they're not bad because I usually get people who, like, went to school and have, like, professional jobs. But Mm a fun fact for me, I kind of talked about it in the last episode, and I'll, like, bring it up at this point. I have issues with, like, social paranoia, social anxiety, shit like Mm -hmm. that. I used to do a joke, but like it's basically like it took me a long time to smoke weed and enjoy it because <laughs> for the longest time I would smoke yeah. weed and be like, "Do you guys hate me?" <laughs>
1: right? Yeah. So
0: it took some time, and I still struggle with like social paranoia, social anxiety. Yeah. So the thought of somebody being that close to me (laughs) and touching me Mm -hmm. and i don't know who you are yeah especially in like a public environment where like i'm even out of my like comfort zone (laughs) yeah so i i i like hook my homies up i'm like look i'll throw some money your way and we'll smoke a blunt let's come up the house and let's do this shit we'll do it gangster style in the kitchen right yeah I mean, somebody who's you know definitely been into the craft. I'm sure you've had some. Because uh, what I what I like about haircutting is you are very front and center with your customer. You know, you're yeah. talking to them. To me, I think especially. Um, well, for dudes, I'll go on record. It's like it's like having tits rubbed against your shoulders. I do appreciate that. Yeah. I wish I was not so freaked out because like you. <laughs> like that like that's cool and like they like lean over in front of you and are like doing this part of your head and you're just like well you're trying not to grin you're literally like
1: right (laughs) yeah the
0: weather's crazy (laughs) out there i don't even (laughs) lebron (laughs) i don't even know and like just titties right in front of my face and i'm just like (laughs) 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 traffic i know right (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, so, like, <laughs> but I think, like, for women, like they they enjoy the social aspect of it, connecting, and like you talk about some shit. You know, it really because I've been in like I was raised, I hung out with my mom a lot as a kid, and mm-hmm. like I just spend some time. I actually used to get my hair cut in like a women's salon when I was a mm-hmm. kid. You go with help. her, yeah. Well, and that didn't help with the gay rumors at all. So,
1: <laughs> of course, yeah, <laughs> right. Um
0: I, so I, I I picked up on the vibe very quickly right, right, in that type of environment, right. and I I gotta ask, like, what are some good customer stories? Like, I don't want you to dox anybody okay. or anything okay. like that, but I'm sure you okay. can keep like a degree of uh, anonymity, but still uh, tell me some juicy gossip.
1: Well, especially with curly hair, so I guess I'll just kind of give a little background. Um, I've been doing this for. I guess about six years, like since I've been licensed,
0: mm-hmm. um, six years since like that became your like specialty kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Since I okay. graduated from school. So at the time, um, my, I, mean, I guess my hair has always been kind of wavy or curly, but I just didn't really like realize it. I was always wearing my hair straight or treating it like straight hair. Cause I didn't understand what my hair actually was. And my hair wasn't my hair's kind of like yours. Like if I don't really like make it look super curly, it's not gonna look super curly. It's gonna look kind of like what I call swavy, is like straight wavy. So you get like nicely yeah. straight, but you got a like few waves in there, and so it kind of is. That's like,
0: a that's a good description of my hair.
1: Exactly. So and that's kind of tough because you don't really know like which way to go with it, um, and it's like you're kind of stuck in the middle. I guess like what my goal salon was that i wanted to work at when i graduated um i interviewed there didn't get a call back and i was like super bummed about it it's just kind of like your i guess you know every city has like their two or three like big name kind of salons and you're like ooh, i kind of want to work there it's like a little Vidal sassoon sort of place or whatever you know
0: yeah um, yeah they, they have like a certain degree of notoriety
1: right you know so that's like kind of one of the places that i wanted to work and i was like super bummed that i didn't hear back from them so i just kind of like what well, i was waiting to take my state board exam and i was like a month away so i started looking for jobs and i just like posted on my facebook one day i'm like hey starting to look for jobs does anybody to know of anything in this area like hit me up so one of my mom's like friends messaged me. and was like, Hey, my person, uh, my hairstylist like needs an assistant and she's in this area, a caller. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I hit her up and she's like, Oh, she's a curly hair specialist. And I'm like, all right, whatever the fuck that is. You know, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, all right, whatever. That's cool. I need a job. So I hit her up. We finally get to meet and like, we just kind of clicked a little bit, you know, of course my hair is like in this short little bob straight I go in there and she's like are you curly and I was like uh I think I'm like wavy I'm like I'm not really sure and she's like all right well we'll work on it so anyway ended up getting the job so that's where I worked up until February of this year so started out as her assistant um learning how to just do the basic shit you know like You, for me, it was like a good thing to start out as an assistant because it kind of got my foot in the door and kind of eased in there a little bit. I'm definitely an introvert. So that is like kind of an interesting challenge for me as a hairstylist. But um, for me, the good part about it is getting to work with people one on one. So that's a lot easier for me than like talking to a group of people. And when, yeah yeah
0: the the dynamic is in your favor
1: exactly so and also like i make pretty good money for what i do for not having like a four-year degree cosmetology school is only one year uh i would say as a curly specialist you have a different experience because people are more loyal to you because curly hair people have suffered like bad haircuts and all kinds of crazy shit you know for like probably most of their life up until recently because it just wasn't like a normal thing to have people know what to do with curly hair. Now that that is actually like a thing and this is becoming more and more like popular and accepted for people to just wear their hair naturally. Now people are seeking out what I do and I'm a specialist. So my prices are way higher than what you're going to pay for like a normal haircut. But my people only come like, Three, maybe four times a year. If that, some of them come less, some only come once or twice. Um, and most like straight haircuts, you're in and out in like 45 minutes to an hour. With mine, you're hit there for like two or three hours. So,
0: price- damn.
1: Yeah. So the price kind of offsets like how much time you're spending.
0: Damn. That's such a, that's like going into like makeup for like a fucking Harry Potter movie. Okay, well, I guess I wanted to get a little bit more into, like, have you heard any, like, crazy stories from the chair? Like, anybody, like, in the middle Uh, of, like, a two- or three-hour cut? Yeah,
1: so (laughs) I was trying to give, like, some background information, so, like, that would make more sense. No, for sure. Um, I did have, like, I did have one girl, like, legit cry um, when I had to cut her hair off. That was, like, damage. So she came in and, like, she had been, I think, just straightening it. Um, cute little black girl. She's like a pharmacist, you know, super curly hair but like she had all this like straight, you know, ends and stuff. So it looked really bad. Like and when it looks like that, it's, it's really hard to hide because you've got completely different textures like on one strand of hair. You've got like super curly here and then it's like straight down here. So it looks really fucking weird. There's a point it, where, like, damage goes too far and the hair's never gonna come back.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and then there's a point where you can kind of, like, save it. But when it's, like, that straight, it's not ever coming back. So I'm like, we gotta cut it if you wanna really get rid of it. And she sat there and cried little tears because she said she felt like a little boy with all her hair cut off, and I felt so bad for her.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm they, so sorry, but, like,
1: her phrasing i know and she really did look cute but i was like oh i felt so bad like i wanted to cry for her
0: oh i that yeah that type of person who like says that like occasionally it's like oh god i don't oh. but like a lot of times it's like no you legitimately look beautiful like yeah, look- she
1: really did look cute and like it's a year later now and her hair's grown out and she looks great you know and like she's good oh, you yeah. but she definitely had that moment where she like was not feeling it. But she was willing to do it, which I give her credit for, you know, and she stuck with it. Now it looks a lot better. So another thing about Atlanta right now, like our culture here is we, of course, are getting a lot more actresses, models. um,
0: Yeah, I've heard about that with like the really cheap tech stuff.
1: Yeah. So it's basically like a mini Hollywood kind of thing going on here right now. So plus, because of where we are like geographically we have people from all over so atlanta is a huge like very diverse kind of city it's and once you get out of the city you lose that but like when you're in atlanta it's just people from everywhere so, I, i've
0: heard the same thing about athens in georgia it's supposed to be like very yeah, kind athens of diverse
1: is pretty, it's like what about an hour and a half outside of atlanta it's like where our university of georgia is um that's mm. where was it? R.E.M. It's from there. B-52. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, so we will get into stuff like that later because uh-huh. um, one of the things that I do do with my guests is like I'll name stuff that is specific to your hometown or where mm-hmm. you kind of claim and just like let you do like short little hot takes on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've got some stuff in there for you. Uh, we will definitely hit R.E.M., but there will be some other stuff little teaser there for the podcast listeners. It's kind of something that's very fascinating to me, the idea of somebody opening up to that level. I also am interested by it because it's also socially acceptable. If you flip that or like put it in a different perspective and it's just, you know, having the same reaction to like, they were out of like fruit Milk or something. Or something. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 and you know they just start bawling it like in the middle of like a mire or a Walmart or something like that. <laughs> you'd be like, you'd reasonably be like, that person is not okay. Like they're that
1: <laughs> they're having a breakdown. S- yeah. This yeah, was- yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like in that moment, like you know, in like the hairdresser, because like I'll I'll share a hairdressing story or a hairstyling story or hair, you know, whatever. Um, but um, I. was such a little shit (laughs) in high school Uh because i like wasn't a bad looking kid but i just was and i and i've tried to lose this as i've gotten older but it's not easy but like i'm just somebody that whenever like the people that I don't want to like me, like me, <laughs> I go out of my way to do like self like just do anything right. that I can to like push them away. I us- I told you I used to go to the hair salon with my mother. Um right. and in around like 15 or 16, I was just like, fuck it. I'm not getting my hair cut. I'm not <laughs> right doing here, it. I'm right not there. gonna get my fucking Mad because I'm in high school and fucking not gonna get my hair cut. A
1: so long like, and greasy
0: looking. My hair takes a long time to get long. It doesn't. gets bushy first because it's thick. Fuck. Oh, yeah. right. It doesn't look bad once it's long. Like I used to have it long. The like
1: Yeah. Well,
0: I i think it looks good like from here down to like shoulder but i think Uh once it gets past my shoulder it just is like okay fabio what the point are you like what do you what's what's this what is this so i stopped going to the hair salon Uh and my mom was like because i knew the lady that did it and like uh I should her name was like Heather or something. She's actually on a Netflix show, right? Oh, really? Yeah, it's like one of those like like Is it traveling... like a smelling show?
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like one okay. of the new ones. It's it's like uh they do like a special. I don't know if it's like a a couple episodes or one episode, yeah. but it's basically about her. She uh I guess does like A mobile hair salon. It's like oh. a fucking trailer oh. or something. She like, Yeah, I know a lot like of people diff- that,
1: like want to do that. Yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, she she has, like, she, my mom sent me a text message. She's like, you remember the lady that cut your hair? She's on Netflix now. I'm
1: uh, like, okay, I'll have to watch that, so tell me what show it is later.
0: <laughs> I will, I will, okay, I will. Yeah. So I stopped going, and my hair starts getting thick. I mean, I was kind of grungy during this section <laughs> of high school. I had, like, quit playing... Yeah. I hadn't played it very long, but I would started to play football for a couple of years. Wait, like, like what?
1: Around what year was this? Just give me a little idea.
0: Oh, I fucked up hardcore. I started in like eighth grade, so everybody yeah, had be like. like
1: a, in time, like, was this like two?
0: T- like when I played football, or when I just stopped deciding to grow my hair out? Growing First, hair. So that was probably two thousand six, like somewhere okay. around there. Maybe, maybe 2007. But I'm just trying to get like a you know? picture
1: of like what the current styles were at the
0: time. Oh, honey, we're gonna get into that. I, I, we literally are gonna get into that because yeah. I did that. I grew my hair out, and I'm not doing it every day. And it's fucking look. I just would come in, look like this, and fucking like that, and fucking like this, and like that. And then um, Twilight came out. Edward uh, Cullen uh, became a thing, and suddenly uh, I'm a sex symbol. <laughs> And Uh you have never seen anybody be more (laughs) angry to be like the hot thing because that's what happened. Girls that never paid attention to me in high school will all of a sudden like, oh, you're kind of cute. You're like Edward Cullen. And I'm like, I fucking hate you. I hope you get (laughs) cancer. I fuck you fuck you. I would, like, have open rants on my MySpace at that time about how much I hated Twilight. Like, I was going in. And all I had to do was just, like, accept the fact that I was, like, mildly attractive. People wanted to fuck me. And, like, it would have been cool. It would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. And instead, it was just, like, me, like... Just angry. Just angry about... And, And, like, part of it was... And I blame my stepdad for this because I grew up around him, but I did not know how to read women.
1: <laughs>
0: I didn't learn that until I got older and, like, started to, like, read. Like, it took me until I was, like, 19 or 20 to, like, figure out, like, oh, yeah, you can just, like, walk up to a girl and ask them if they want to go out. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: right. Yeah. Like,
0: you know what I mean? I mean, you shouldn't make it like super random, but if you're like hanging out with somebody and right. like you're having fun.
1: Right. There's
0: nothing wrong with that. Like you right, you can right. do that. That's okay. Right. And it took me forever to learn that. So <laughs> I I'm doing my nonchalantly not on purpose Edward Collin thing. And they're oh Which probably dude, made like, it I don't...
1: even more like Edward Collin, the fact that you like didn't want to be that
0: yeah yeah especially once i found out that he was kind of a prick about those movies it's like oh god i am just him and i hate being this guy but like there are two people specifically that if i knew what to look for and like and i was so fucking clueless i mean like one girl we were hanging out in her car and she like pulls a book from out of her seat and she goes yeah i just got this book on like sex positions. Pretty crazy, huh? And I didn't pick that up. I'm just like, yeah, that's wild. Maybe I would love to read that something That'd be very cool. I I was it? like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like fucking, are you fucking kidding me? Like and like I'm not like super mad at it, you know, but at the same time I'm like I just I think about those moments and I think about it. It really was like a hairstyle that like Really set me off on a whole ass mood.
1: <laughs> like, uh, as a hairstylist, I actually appreciate that.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, like during quarantine, during shutdown, all that kind of shit, when salons were closed, yeah. hairstylists are like ranting in these Facebook groups about, you know, all the clients that are calling them, how oh, clients are so fucking insensitive because they still want their hair done, even though there's quarantine and all this kind of shit, you know, and like, which I totally get and agree with, but at the same time, I also thought, like, there's something to be said for, like, self-care, and, you know, just feeling good about yourself, and when you're, like, stuck in this kind of survivalist sort of weird environment in your own house, you know, with all this, like, weird shit going on, and it's, like, crazy, and you don't know from day to day, like, I've been going through the same roller coaster of emotions like you as well. Um, that's a lot of my own shit. So I'm like, I kind of get it in a way. Cause like, that's one small way to like make yourself feel better. And just, yeah,
0: you know, yeah, cause like, like there is something amazing about looking in the mirror and be like, Ooh, I look right.
1: Yeah. And I mean, what the fuck else are we doing except being at home on our fucking phones and shit, you know, like, so, yeah, I mean, we're taking selfies. Get the hair
0: people. did so you can get that OnlyFans taken off. Yeah,
1: I mean, a lot of people were doing that. So,
0: like, yeah. yeah. But I, I, deb- like, I debated doing it so hard, but, like, I don't know why. I didn't have but, any like, family. <laughs> I would probably well, be in a much different position right now. I See, for me, like, my family doesn't have Instagram, so I don't ever have to worry about that. Yeah. Um, but for – My biggest fear was like making one and nobody subscribes. I'm just like (laughs) that (laughs) It's just like, oh, okay. I get that
1: like one or two people, and you're like, oh,
0: god. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like, I don't. I want to be an. I want to be an OnlyFans success story, not like, oh, I tried that that out, and I don't want to talk about it.
1: Right, right, yeah. Oh oh, god, that would be so depressing. (laughs)
0: yeah like you use especially if you it's one thing to like take nudes on your cell phone you know whatever you know around the house but like there are also people who go get like professional modeling photos yeah and it's just like Damn, dog, you spent, like, $300 for some creep to take a picture of your butthole, and nobody cares. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like, nobody. <laughs> They're, like... What? I get it. Yeah, I know. There was, well, and there was a, I'm not going to name drop her because she is somewhat popular in, like, my hometown, but, like, there was, like... This, like, improv uh, actor in my hometown. And she she just got a wild hair up her ass, I guess, or whatever, and posted titty pics on Patreon. And I <laughs> shit you not. Somebody commented on her, like, Facebook post, like, saying that she, like, hey, made a Patreon with something like that. Hey, cutie kitty cat. But she... <laughs> Made this Facebook post. Hey, I'm making a Patreon. There's some lewd, lewd and nude photography on there. This guy comments and is just like, Oh, thank God. I don't have to go any more to your fucking shows to see your tits anymore. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. No, no, but yes. <laughs> oh
1: my God. <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious but also really fucking savage at the same time
0: a hundred percent i think
1: i, I would want to just fucking like crawl into a hole and die <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: because it's like equal parts like complimentary right and exactly. taking a shot at you yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're really hot and you I'm suck at comedy. Think,
1: like the one thing that you just have going for you that has nothing to do with you really. Like you were just kind of born that way or whatever, you know, That like, yeah. But the thing that you actually do for like a living that you're trying to craft. Yeah. That I don't appreciate at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, let me give a shout out to, uh, to, to some folks out there in like podcast land. Um, I, you know who you are, you know, your acoustic album sucks. And I highly suggest that, you know, OnlyFans might... Hey, maybe you do covers of the song Need Needle. This is an idea. I'm tossing stuff around here.
1: So, you, so speaking of podcasts, um, do you ever listen to or watch uh, Legion of Skanks?
0: Of course.
1: Okay, so let's talk about the episode where Lewis was going off on Adele and her weight loss. Did you see
0: that? I have not. Oh,
1: you have to. You, I'll I mean, check it out. Like, tonight. I'm serious. Because
0: I No, I, I definitely will, because I've, I've been keeping up as of late. Like, I saw Ari got, like, made president. Have you seen, like, as of late?
1: I, I haven't really kept up with it over, like, the last month or so, but...
0: They did, like, a president of Skanks thing, and oh. Ari Shafir, like, basically, like... Wrote in ballot for president of skanks and won <laughs> oh
1: my god
0: lou i honestly i've because like they 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 were doing like live shows at the stand <laughs> okay, I and i've I can
1: See, lewis is probably losing his mind
0: they make ari president and then like at, ari's president for like five minutes lewis goes to say something and ari just turns to bobby off camera and is like cut his mic cut his mic They cut his mic, and like Lewis, like, grabbed Dave Smith's mic, and he's like, You guys are only allowed to do that once an episode. You cannot do that the whole episode. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) But yeah, you have to uh, check out the Lewis um, talking about Adele's weight loss thing. Because I have, like, I'm writing that
0: down. Talks talks about about Adele.
1: With uh, Lewis, you know, of course, he's super entertaining, and I get, like, why he is who he is, whatever. But he also makes me want to fucking punch him in the throat, like on a regular basis. And that was like one of the times where I was just like, Jesus Christ, like it is tough being a fucking woman <laughs> because that's kind of what he was saying about, you know, there was a whole discussion about it, of course, but like, you know, he's like, well, she looks like a melted candle without clothes on now because she's like lost all that weight, you know, and he's like talking how she's got like saggy skin and shit
0: oh and i
1: was like no so because you know he's always talking about fat chicks whatever and i'm like so you're fucked if you're fat because like i guess when you're fat according to lewis if you're a fat female like you just have to take what you can get basically like
0: yeah yeah
1: and so you're fucked in that way but then like if you actually like work on yourself and lose the weight then you're still fucked and like he's not attracted to you because now you have loose skin so like just fucking kill yourself already (laughs) because i'm just Uh, like oh my god
0: (laughs) no a hundred percent like i i love that podcast but like And I, and I, I do like Lewis too. I think he's, he definitely can be funny, but like the Puerto Rican rattlesnake is such a fucking idiot sometimes where you're just like, like there, like there are multiple points throughout like that podcast and other ones that he's popped up on on, and you're just like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like you have no idea what you're talking about. Like you're lucky you're funny. That is like right. your redeeming yeah. grace is that yeah. you are legitimately funny, but right. dumbass. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was like his comment that I was connecting with because he's basically saying to uh Jay, he's like, I don't give a fuck if a woman's talented. Like I just I, He said, I look at women and I wonder, do I want to fuck them or not? And that's it. Like his, that's his only like thing that he gives a shit about women. And I was like, damn like that's really fucking savage
0: <laughs> well and and uh, you know i i would never condone that kind of like thought but okay. i will also if if you are honest and real about how you feel even if i don't agree with it i think it takes like a certain amount of uh, wherewithal to be like nah For this sure. is my thing yeah. Yeah, so uh yeah. you know, it's kind of one of those things. When we take it out of podcast land and move it into real life, we've all got somebody like that in our life who yeah. pops sure. off at the mouth some dumb shit. But you're <laughs> yeah. like, "That's my right. boy," right. you know. We go way back. Yeah. So no, that's 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 cool. I, I I'm glad that I know that because now I can talk skanks with you. I I do really enjoy that podcast a lot. Um, but, uh, okay, so do we want to do some uh, Atlanta stuff that you can do some hot takes on? Sure. I mm-hmm. tend not to get into sports because I don't really know anything about him either. <laughs> I hear you. Um, although I will say, um, I'm saying this ironically, but you guys did have John Rocker at a certain point, and that dude was hilarious in my childhood. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: really? 2000s maybe yeah yeah because yeah. that was
0: like the time of like chipper jones and yeah like, like the
1: highlight of the braves yeah for
0: sure yeah, yeah. it was like one of my first examples because i read that i my dad had a copy of uh, sports illustrated and i read that john rocker article at like eight nine years old and like yeah. at eight or nine years old yeah. i was even as a child i was just like <laughs> i don't know if my man should be popping off like that in the publication i don't <laughs> I don't know if that's going to play well, dog. Like, like.
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> Did you know he's like, not the main inspiration, but one of the biggest inspirations for uh, Kenny Powers on Eastbound and Down? Oh,
1: totally believe it, which I love that show too.
0: Oh, that's, that's a great show. The first one that I was going to pull or bring up is one of my favorite things on the planet. Like, my life changed when I heard them. Mm -hmm. It was the first record that I ever purchased on my own. I still hold it in close to my heart. Um, As a matter of fact, I listen whenever I'm, like, talking to somebody, getting close to somebody in a spiritual, emotional connection. I listen to Prototype. And if I'm, like, if the song and the moods match up, I'm like, we might have something here. Outcast one of the greatest things yeah but yeah go ahead give me your give me your atlanta take like what's 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 a, a outcast like in atlanta because i'm sure you know that's that's their home you know
1: yeah i will say you know atlanta is kind of an interesting city for music because there's a lot of people that are from here that are famous in places not here <laughs> like there's like, a lot like of kind people.
0: of globally famous kind of thing yeah
1: Or maybe just, like, they're just not super popular here, but, like, they're doing well, like, kind of nationally, sort of, you know? But, like, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting. So there's some of that going on, which I I don't know what... I guess that kind of goes back to how some people will not support, like, their friends, but they support people that they think are this certain person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like how, like, let's say um, a lot of times people will support celebrities that start this brand right but like their friends are starting their businesses and they're not supporting their businesses you know what i mean it's kind of like oh
0: 100 yeah because yeah. like um <laughs> yeah i uh to comment on this uh and to call out i'm not gonna name names i oh, mean i'm really popping off on this pod really trying <laughs> to stir some shit when i see guy friends of mine and uh, lady friends too But I'm going to say specifically guys for this one. When I go to, like, Bella Thorne or, like, Bella Hadid or, like, insert famous fucking Kardashian whatever fucking E-model or whatever, and they've got, like, 975,000 likes on a picture or some shit like that, Mm -hmm. and you see like three of your boys or your friends like and it's like you're really going to toss another like into that ocean (laughs) of likes right like uh, what the like i can understand if it's like you know like something sentimental or whatever fine and like that the fact that you don't like your friend's stuff but Mm -hmm. like will throw a like into that sea of like for right. a horny post it's like right. fucking bella hadid and yeah. like uh, like or a low-cut yeah. top and you're right. just like you know especially if it's dudes it's like you're jerking
1: right. off to this <laughs> yeah like you, know oh that.
0: you oh you were into the art of the Brazier? is that what you were <laughs> fuck you i don't yeah, know the lighting no way. Crazy. yeah yeah so like a hundred percent agree with that like yeah and i i, would- I could see that it, so that. do do people like kinda not support outcast because they're from the hometown or I, is it just like
1: that's not necessarily true about outcast. I was say outcast is like one of those that kind of surpasses that. I mean there's a few that are like
0: they're that. like godfather status, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. So like of course, you know, you've got people like outcast, um, T I, you know, does
0: Andre down. still live around like Atlanta?
1: You know that's a good question. I honestly. I love how don't, I
0: said Andre like he's like my buddy.
1: Yeah, and I'm super like tight with him, so I know.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's actually in, in the Maldives right now. No, I, I have no. Problem. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean i I never seem to like see any famous people in Atlanta, even though there's famous people here all the time. So, I guess. I'm just super right social, or I'm just not in the right places or sometimes maybe I just am not maybe I'm just minding my fucking business and not looking at people I don't know
0: all right pivot off of that because we got sidetracked <laughs> yeah. uh back to back to the, the music thing This one I was actually pretty stoked to talk about because I legitimately haven't thought about them in 20 years. TLC, motherfucker. Oh,
1: TLC. Oh, my God. Okay. Rest in peace, Lisa Left
0: Eye Lopez.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that was like my – I mean, so I'm 40 – Well, I'll be 42 in December. So uh, TLC was like the height of my teenage years, you know. 1992 so that was like me just going into my first year of high school uh <laughs> obviously the whole shit that happened with um burning down andre Risen's house was like really insane back then do you remember that story
0: i'm not sure that i do Re- refresh my memory that
1: was andrew Ryzen, he was like a football player i think he was like an atlanta falcons player and they were together and i think he was oh like okay he was cheating on her or yeah. something so she like yeah. the
0: first thing yeah. that pops up is tlc's lisa left eye lopez yes. burned down <laughs> yeah
1: so that's like even though i think about no scribes i also think about that shit because that was like wild back in the day for that to happen like, now, if something like that happened, you know, you'd, like, laugh about it, but it wouldn't be totally, like, crazy, but back then, that was, like, major news.
0: Yeah, yeah, they, they were, they were, they were pissed off about that. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yes. They fucking, and she destroyed this house. Yeah. Like, fucking destroyed it. Yeah, <laughs> she went off. <laughs> God damn. She <And> was... <laughs> She was on another level. She, yeah, she yeah, was.
1: She was pretty. She yeah, was pretty. she definitely was cute. Yeah. So, um, and then I think Chili still lives here.
0: Really. In Atlanta.
1: Yeah, I know she's done like little dating shows on Bravo and stuff like that. Like, I guess she's Hell still yeah. single.
0: Shit, I'm about to. Mm, I'm about to slide <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I used to jerk it to your albums back in the day. (laughs) What's up, boo? But I wanted to close out this episode with something a little bit special. Have you seen the Janet Jackson videos and what she does to fans live at her shows?
1: I have not. Is that something that I need to go look
0: up? I'm going to screen share, and we're going to watch this shit.
1: No. Is she, like, sexually assaulting her fans or something?
0: Um, I'll show you the video and you can tell me.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: And, like, I'll give it to her. Looking I mean, hot as fuck. Yeah.
1: I mean, damn. Look at
0: that body. I mean, that's killer body. Like, that's somebody... And now her forehead is a lot. But that is somebody <laughs> that, like...
1: I mean, I'm just impressed with that, like, outfit.
0: I know, right? So she's just vibing for the audience. She's just vibing right. on stage. You know, kind of getting into her mood, Mm -hmm. being a little sultry. Oh, she's walking over. What's Mm going to happen now? Uh-oh. Oh, (laughs) it's getting kind of lonely up here.
1: (laughs) It's a little steamy up there, too.
0: Oh, she's about to be bad.
1: She needs some company, apparently.
0: And for the listeners, I am getting horny, yes. (laughs) So she's, right now, for the audience, she is basically pulled out this, like, device that like people get strapped to and she is peering out into the audience
1: something you would expect to see in the red room
0: <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna skip ahead a little bit she's obviously looking 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 as we can see she's found we'll call it a victim
1: <laughs> okay and so this
0: person's being led from the crowd up on the stage for the listeners
1: he looks like he's having trouble just, like, walking up there.
0: <laughs> oh, he's going to flip shit. Watch yeah. this. Because now they're about to strap him in to the device.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> and, like,
1: okay, this you know what could only happen in
0: the 90s. You oh, know what I mean?
1: Do you know what that thing looks like? <laughs> so what? one of my favorite movies from, like, when I was a kid that I used to watch all the time staying alive that's what that fucking thing looks like that he gets on in the play john travolta
0: i feel it he does No, he really does so you can obviously see he's already flipping shit
1: yeah like he's like like the the the,
0: the security guards basically like she's gonna rape you and i need you to be ready for that
1: right and you're strapped in so enjoy
0: yeah Um, yeah (laughs) watch what she does to this poor man Oh, I don't want to say poor, but, like, watch those. Well,
1: yeah. Oh, my God. He looks like he's already coming in his pants. I think he did. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, she's yeah. on, like, dry humping this dude.
0: Yeah, for the audience's record, she just put her hand, granted, on his Grand pants, race. but directly yeah. on his penis.
1: Yeah. Rubbed it back and forth and then, like, grinded her hips against him. Yeah. Okay. Now yeah.
0: she's rubbing her head on his penis?
1: Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, he's definitely having multiple orgasms up there.
0: Oh, my man's is (laughs) losing.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised you don't see some, like, condensation on his pants at this point.
0: (laughs) She is (laughs) straddling this man and is literally got her (laughs) pussy in his face.
1: Oh, my God. She is basically riding his fucking (laughs) pants.
0: And he's losing his (laughs) shit. Like he
1: Oh my god.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay how do you go on with the rest
1: of your life after that, really? I will say that like it is sexual assault, but also like (laughs) that kind where you're kinda like, well, you know, but it was Janet Jackson, so like yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's like (laughs) the it's like the equivalent of being like yeah, it, it was really horrible when Michelle Pfeiffer held me down and had sex with me. Fuck. Right. What am I going to do? Like, yeah, no, 100%. I'll start taking bets now on how many times you think this guy's came in his pants.
1: <laughs> I got I don't even know. I'm saying four to six.
0: That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think that like. Since
1: I think number one happened before she even touched him.
0: Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, after he was strapped in, I think that was, like, number one.
0: Oh, yeah. And I think, like, this part, she yeah, starts, t- oh, yeah. He like, you can hear him talking.
1: Yeah. You can see, like, he's definitely, like, breathing differently.
0: Oh, God. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. There's number three or four right there, probably. Yep. Okay, I'm going to up my bet and maybe say more than that. <laughs> <laughs> <at this point. laughs> i think we're looking at probably seven or eight by the time this is over
0: oh a hundred percent she yeah. is okay for the audience's right rec- uh if they
1: were naked like they're totally having sex basically
0: yeah 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 she is she is taking him on the device laid him yes. uh horizontally
1: yeah and, and is grinding on him
0: yeah, legs wrapped completely around him. She is yeah. on his dick. If there Brown were hair. Yeah. Yeah. If, if like you back. said it best, if there was no clothing, they he would be inside her. Yeah. He would like that would be fucking. And it's just like amazing.
1: That's total double standard shit right there. But I also oh, will say 100% like, if I don't want
0: to be that guy, but like, yeah, if like Justin Bieber just like strapped like fucking 18 year old van or some shit like yeah. that or whatever, whatever or age. Be
1: like, riding in the fucking streets, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, just like lets his like hard dong rub around all yeah. of her like cloth. He
1: would be arrested immediately. <laughs> like, that shit would not happen. Yeah, know. <laughs> people would be going even, right? even
0: if the girl was into it, people would exactly. be like
1: and you know they would be but like obviously you know that's not like right
0: you know it could even be you know somebody you know that's mildly moralistically correct and then they go to the justin bieber concert and they're fucking (laughs) wet as fuck and then like justin's like let me like rub my dong all over like your leg and (laughs) shit yeah no that that is i didn't like when i first watched this i didn't even think
1: yeah what's that i had not seen that before that's wild
0: I definitely never thought about the double standard thing. To be honest, it was just because there's multiple. She did this the whole tour. This is not a one-off thing. There are multiple videos of her doing this.
1: You can tell by the clothing and the props that that was not just like, oh, we just had that in the back and decided to bring it out for tonight. That's like, this is part of the tour. like Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and it makes a lot of sense for her later why she would be yeah. totally cool with J- Justin Timberlake showing her boobie. Right. Like right. at at that point, that's just mildly tame in comparison right. to this. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that now, would 12-year-old me would have loved to have seen this at the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, of, course. of course I would. Right. That would be awesome. That would be the coolest thing ever. But instead we got like half a tit you know you win some you lose some in America (laughs) but there's more to this they finally like bring him down and then unstrap him and I assume he just like goes back to the fucking crowd sits in his jizz (laughs) exactly
1: exactly what I was thinking
0: (laughs) yeah just rocking out to Janet Jackson with like half a gallon of (laughs) semen filling in his fucking drawers on that Janet Jackson pussy, note. not we? Gonna say goodbye. <laughs> We're gonna get some Janet Jackson pussy. No, I'm kidding. It's been super fun to pod with you. It
1: has been fun.
0: That was, uh, that was a, a good time. We'll definitely do another one, you know, in the future. I'm definitely down. We're gonna call it an evening on the pod. Saddle up and hit the dusty trail there, partner. And on the horizon you see 30 bison and you ask yourself i think one of them might be my dad he looks like me but i'm not that hairy but in the face i don't know why maybe i have a buffalo's face maybe the buffalo has a human face i don't know i can't (laughs) figure it out i'm sitting here masturbating on the prairie trying to figure out if i'm a buffalo or not and if I am a buffalo, that means I just jerked off to my sister. God damn it! Don't you just hate it when that happens? Is this what Trump promised me in 2020 that I was going to be half a buffalo and jerk off to my sister?
1: Why does this sound like a BoJack Horseman episode?
0: It's a fun. I, I kind of like this bit. I kind—I've been doing this as of late on the end of the pod is just getting like real, yeah, like just yeah, we'll partner. Yeah. I see you over there and i think i think if you get your hands on the gold it's gonna change you as a man <laughs> it's so much fun to talk like that i wish i could i wish i had the <laughs> balls to do it in public all the time
1: okay can you like, do the Hot Lana skit with that like voice because that would be perfect like we were talking about like when you come to Lanta and you're like telling everybody uh, okay to to
0: okay. okay no this is a challenge let me see um <laughs> Salutations, partner. It's real good <laughs> to be here in Hot Lana. I felt like making surely use a, a pint <laughs> after riding the dusty trail into Hot Lana.
1: Yes. Perfect.
0: <laughs> you yeah, yeah. And I'm actually on a horse, but like, it's <laughs> not a horse. It's a jackass that has been sold to me as a horse. So like, I'm bigger <laughs> than it. It's about to like fall over and shit. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. Yeah.
0: But on that note, Junkhead is out.